Welcome to the Moss Valley Pod for Wednesday of Easter week. It's great to have you here and thanks for listening. It's been quite a strange Easter weekend. All our usual habits and things we normally do have been put on the shelf. Church-wise, we've had no services in church, although the pod has been busy keeping things going. You can still listen to the services from Maundy Thursday, Good Friday and Easter Sunday. And my thanks to those who joined in on Easter Sunday for our church's first ever service via video link. Today, we continue to celebrate that Jesus Christ has risen. This season within the church runs right through until we get to Ascension on the 21st of May. We carry on celebrating God's life, forgiveness and freedom he gives to us. He even gave us the gift of good weather over Easter. Coming up on this pod, our Bible reading, reflection and prayers, along with some community notices and shout outs. Our reading today looks back at the origins of the Passover and God's instructions for celebrating it. It is the meal that Jesus shared with his disciples on Maundy Thursday and will become the basis for the service of Holy Communion that Christians share across the world today. The reading for today comes from Exodus chapter 12, verses 37 to the end of the chapter. The Israelites journeyed from Ramesses to Sukkoth, about 600,000 men on foot, besides children. A mixed crowd also went with them, and livestock in great numbers, both flocks and herds. They baked unleavened cakes of the dough that they had brought out of Egypt. It was not leavened, because they were driven out of Egypt and could not wait, nor had they prepared any provisions for themselves. The time that the Israelites had lived in Egypt was 430 years. At the end of 430 years, on that very day, all the companies of the Lord went out from the land of Egypt. That was for the Lord a night of vigil to bring them out of the land of Egypt. That same night is a vigil to be kept for the Lord by all Israelites throughout their generations. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron, This is the ordinance for the Passover. No foreigner shall eat of it, but any slave who has been purchased may eat of it after he has been circumcised. No bound or hired servant may eat of it. It shall be eaten in one house. You shall not take any of the animal outside the house, and you shall not break any of its bones. The whole congregation of Israel shall celebrate it. If an alien who resides with you wants to celebrate the Passover to the Lord, all his males shall be circumcised. Then he may draw near to celebrate it. He shall be regarded as a native of the land. But no uncircumcised person shall eat of it, There shall be one law for the native and for the alien who resides among you. All the Israelites did just as the Lord had commanded Moses and Aaron. That very day, the Lord brought the Israelites out of the land of Egypt, company by company. Today's reading seems, to me at least, a little strange. We're in the middle of the story when the writer of the book of Exodus is telling us the history of the first Passover and the escape from Egypt. It's the story of God acting in mysterious and unprecedented ways to bring an end to slavery and the journey into freedom, the freedom of the promised land. Yet, right here in the middle, there's a bit of a pause as there are some instructions recorded for how the Passover was to be commemorated each year. 
What strikes me is that the Israelites can join in, along with everyone who is their slave, provided that they've been circumcised. Yet those who are foreigners or hired help cannot. But then an alien residing with the Israelites may join in. I have to say, I find all this rather confusing. We experience something of this in our churches too. In the Church of England, we believe that baptism makes us a full member of the church. Yet we then say, unless we have the bishop's permission otherwise, that people cannot receive communion until they've been confirmed. What? How does that work? How can somebody be a full member yet be excluded from the central meal that Jesus shares with his disciples? Perhaps that's an argument for another day. I'm glad that God accepts all of us through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Thankfully, for simpletons like me, Jesus' teaching in John chapter 3 makes it much easier. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And so Bertie, our reader from church, and my good lady wife is going to lead us in prayer. If you wish to join in with the prayers today, when I say, Jesus, Lord of life, please respond in your mercy, hear us. We pray to Jesus who is present with us to eternity. Jesus, light of the world, bring the light and peace of your gospel to the nations. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy, hear us. Jesus, bread of life, give food to the hungry and nourish us all with your word. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy, hear us. Jesus, our way, our truth, our life. Be with us and all who follow you in the way. Deepen our appreciation of your truth and fill us with your life. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy, hear us. Jesus, good shepherd who gave your life for the sheep, Recover the straggler, bind up the injured, strengthen the sick, and lead the healthy and strong to new pastures. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy, hear us. Jesus, the resurrection and the life, we give you thanks for all who have lived and believed in you. Raise us with them to eternal life. Jesus, Lord of life, in your mercy, hear us, accept our prayers and be with us always. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Saviour has told us in the words of the Lord's Prayer in its traditional form. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. 
So, Easter-themed community notices for you all now. And first up, a huge thank you to everyone who stayed at home over the weekend. With such good weather, which is something of a rarity for an Easter weekend, the temptation to head on out was massive. For those of you who resisted the temptation and stayed at home, well done and thank you. On the theme of resisting temptation, a big well done to all those who gave something up for Lent and managed to stick with it all the way through. Several years ago, I decided to give up Coke for Lent, as in the fizzy drink. I then had to climb into the pulpit on the first Sunday of Lent with my confession. I'd managed all of 48 hours before absentmindedly having a Coke with my day off lunch. I've never forgotten it. Well done for sticking with it. I also want to continue to pay tribute to all our fantastic key workers, especially from the NHS and those who work to keep them supplied with PPE, both those producing it and those delivering it. Thank you. Can I also encourage us all to give a little applause to any key workers we see out and about whilst undertaking our daily exercise. Also, get ready for Brain of the Week, which returns on Friday. I'll give you a bit of a clue about this week's. It is based around logic and reasoning. Believe it or not, reasoning is on the primary school national curriculum for maths. But more on that on Friday. Do please get in touch with the Moss Valley Pod. You can record your message via the Anchor app at anchor.fm forward slash Moss Valley Pod or by email to mossvalley.pod at eckingtonchurch.org.uk. We look forward to hearing from you and giving you a shout out. Many thanks for listening to the Moss Valley Pod, recorded in Eckington, Derbyshire, England. This has been made possible by the good people at Anchor.fm. Sending you all good wishes. Until next time, take care, be safe, God bless.